wanted to rewind a little bit. Um, and uh, at the risk of sounding obsessed with one thing you said <laughs> around the ninety uh, percent of uh, tours are uh, <laughs> no worries, offline, I kind of wanted to delve into you know why you you said you're you guys have been a consumer site mainly for the last four to five years. Uh, I wanted to understand why, because I think what's really interesting for a lot of our listeners is uh, why did our you know the founders make the decisions decisions they made on the the pathways to their success? Um, obviously, you chose to focus on ten percent of the market, and that's not a super intuitive uh you know decision but obviously it's working for you so i'd love if you delve a little more into that yeah so in the early days of of like transitioning from bug bitten to then creating to a radar uh we 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 saw quite a lot of success uh out of uh the uh, like meta search type model so uh we were actually creating uh iframes and working with publishers uh so uh, like lonely planet and and back in the day it was let's go travel guides and and quite a few others uh where we put like a an iframe on their side and and then we uh shared the revenue uh in terms of clicks um and so that worked really well uh the problem was there was just no way to, to work out attribution. So the tour operators had no idea was the, the click valuable or not. Um, and it was, it was extremely hard to, to basically work out. Um, and so we then, uh, as we created Tour Radar and we started to build out the model a bit more, um, we went to partners and we thought, oh, you know, if we can work with some of the big OTAs and, and provide uh, a tours tab and, and things like that, Yes, in theory, it all sounds nice, but the, at the end of the day, a multi-day tour, which is typically around 12 to 14 days long, is kind of the uh, wrong way around booking things. So that, that works in, in terms of how an OTA typically works, where you book the flight, then you book the hotel, then you book the car hire and everything else around it. Where with a multi-day trip, think of Tanzania and Kilimanjaro, you're not going to book a flight and then book your Kilimanjaro trek. You want to make sure that that trek is available, that's the one you want, and once you've booked that, you then book the flight, so afterwards. So it, it never fitted into the, the customer journey uh, that really is, is how the OTAs work. Um, and so um, we tried and we really pitched it and we gave it our all and just didn't see any success. And, and we always were at the mercy of these big companies uh, or even smaller ones to integrate. And you, you know that priorities change within every company. And, and the first thing to go will be some sort of speculative uh, offering like the one that we were offering. And so you, you typically got, well, ah, oh, look, you know, after three or four months of trying to integrate, they just send an email and say, look, sorry, priorities have changed. We, we can't do this anymore. Um, and so you, you weren't in charge of your own destiny. Uh, and then that's when we decided, okay, let's uh, take, take control of that destiny and go to the B2C route uh, where we were very good at SEO uh, and uh, obviously working out how can we then uh, grow out the business uh, through other channels like email and paid search and everything like that as well. So why not focus? Well, so maybe this is a distinction that I'm missing here. Uh, with B2C, do you mean direct travel agents too and just not through Expedia? Or is it... Um or, or do you mean direct to the literally Sorry, the yeah, track? direct to, to consumer. Uh, so, so you as a consumer booking it uh, with the uh, tour operator. No. So then yeah, I guess the question is why not focus on those travel agents that do 90% of the bookings? Or uh, when you say 90% of the bookings, I guess I'm, I'm wondering if you mean online travel agents, physical, uh, in-person you know, travel agents, traditional travel agents? Uh, assuming you mean traditional travel agents. Traditional, have you, Yeah, have you focused at all on uh on them uh, i guess that's yeah 
Yeah, and, and it is, and we definitely had conversations with them, but by the agents, I mean a, a traditional, like if you think of Flight Center, if you think of STA travel, trail finders, those type of guys, um, even the home-based travel networks uh, that are in the US. Um, and, and we tried to, to partner with some of them, and, and the problem was it's just every single agency network or, or uh, franchise or whatever it was had different uh, expectations and different things that they wanted. Um, and they either wanted to be customized, they either wanted to be all branded their own, uh, and it, it really wasn't an easy solution to go down. And, and so, again, uh, we felt we were kind of being more of a, uh, a software developer and having to customize every single integration rather than actually just building one platform that we then push out to a global audience and then build and make better and better just through, you know, uh, learning from what our customers want and like and, and then actually making everything uh, a better user experience for, for them. If I could venture a guess, it sounds like your your product was unique enough. There weren't enough people doing it, and the margins were potentially high enough. As you're you're talking about, you know, tours for fourteen days, it could be five to ten thousand dollars or something that you could actually get away with the direct to consumer. I think a, a uh, you know, can tell me if I'm wrong here, but I think a, a theme of uh, this podcast so far is um, when we find a direct to consumer company that's been able to make it work and play the game of uh, paying for AdWords versus booking in Expedia, they found kind of a hack. And is, is that, you know, is the hack that simple? Is it, is it that you've got uh, a really high, uh, high ticket products that is rare and so you're able to make a B2C business work? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, it's definitely one of the, the aspects and, and it's also understanding the, the, the consumer journey. Uh, and, and I think that's the, the key difference is that a, um, a customer going to book like a weekend in Paris uh, where they book a flight, uh, an activity and, and hotel and everything is a very different customer who is booking a, a 14 day you know, Inca trail trek uh, from Australia uh, where they're booking at six to nine months out. So uh, the, the user journey is completely different. And, and that also then the, the keyword set and, and, uh, uh, yeah, the types of people you're targeting uh, is very different and, and that's where things like email uh, comes into, into play because you, you've got a, um, a, a detailed customer journey that's got to be played out over a, a long period of time. It's not just a click and book in the same session. Uh, you've got to kind of warm them up as well and, and get them across the line. <laughs>